morning from the team here at 1.37 p.m. This is 7.31 a.m. Let's get the day going. Good morning, 1.37 p.m. Thank you for listening to the 7.31 a.m. podcast. My name is Bo Templin. With me today, you know what? It is a Friday, so it could only mean one thing. My man Elton Jones is coasting, co-hosting with me today. Uh, Elton, we might be coasting. We might be co-hosting. But uh, how, how's your week treated you, dog? It's been great, Bo. And you know when me and you get together, we got to do the tag team call out. Today, we're the Dudley Boys. Obviously, I'm Devon, right? I, it, I mean... <laughs> I don't don't make me say it out loud, but like yes, I think you have to be. That, am I Bubba Ray then, right? Of course, you slap me on the chest. I say something cool to Jesus up above, and you get the tables right. This is rule one of radio slash podcasting, and I'm about to break it. But this is purely for your enjoyment, Elton. Okay, this is for not for our listeners, but I'm gonna give you my little uh. Bubba Ray Dudley, I just, you know, power bomb someone through a table look. Uh-oh. Oh, yes. If folks, if you could see Bo right now, you would give him impersonator of the year. Thank you. <laughs> I, I as I've told Charlie, our other co-host for the 731 AM podcast, I don't think my impressions are good, but I will use this podcast as a drawing board, as my blank canvas for my impressions and everyone will get to hear this is my soundboard where i work through these things so i'm glad you <laughs> liked it dog thank you amazing elton later today 11 a.m uh elizabeth pagano connor sheeran will be doing a obi-wan kenobi discord on the 137 p.m discord the show wrapped up this week i am all cut up i will be there i want to go chat a little bit with some people because i was not digging on the first couple episodes now i am digging i like the way it wrapped up i'm excited to hear what other people have to say so everyone if you've been watching obi-wan kenobi please head over to the discord 11 a.m today friday june 24th and that is where you can go have a great discussion with our wonderful movie and entertainment people elizabeth pagano and connor sheeran Elton, let's start today's show by saying happy birthday to, I mean, I, it's hard to say the GOAT when I'm Portuguese, but Lionel Messi, mm. you know, one of the greatest soccer players that ever graced the earth, an incredible talent, wonderful stories, and there was a story earlier this week that kind of went viral where it talked about Messi's first game playing soccer as a kid, and he joined this game where there weren't enough kids playing he had to play against older squad members. He was like afraid to touch the ball at first. And then the moment it clicked, he just like dribbled right around everyone scored. So happy birthday to Messi. Great story. A wonderful athlete. And uh, we've been blessed to watch him and Ronaldo go head to head for so many years now. It's not too often that you get to see, you know, two goats go at it for as long as that these two have. So if you're a soccer fan... Do not take it for granted. It's a pleasure to watch him play. Elton, I have to throw this in for us as well. Tommy Lister, on this day in 2020, passed away. Most famous for the role on Friday. But also a little bit of a wrestling connection. Zeus and the WWF. Oh, yeah. Elton, we had to squeeze that one in there, right? Yeah, dude. I remember coming up as a kid being, like, deathly afraid of him. Like, terrified. Yeah, just the Z on the on the side of the head and the angry promo with uh the macho King Randy Savage and... Mr. Sherry Martell, just ah, uh, the epitome of power and anger and fear. Just Tommy Lister is awesome on screen and off screen as well. Just you hear so many great stories about him, and he still scares the hell out of me. I'm not gonna lie to you. 
if people don't know who we're talking about, please just look up a photo because then you're going to go, oh, that guy. Yes. You know, yeah, like when, the moment you see the picture, you'll be like, oh, that guy. That's the person that Bo and Ellen are talking about. So, yes, uh, RIP Tommy Lister. Elton, our show today is pretty filled with gaming and sports. So let's have you take this first, the first two gaming stories. How about that? Thank you, Bo. Gaming. First things first, let's talk about a Plague Tale Requiem. So if you haven't already played the stealthy adventure game of Plague Tale Innocence, please go on ahead, finish that joint before that sequel drops. All right. So speaking of the sequel, we finally found out when it's going to drop. That launch date takes place this fall. A Plague Tale Requiem is slated to release on October 18th. It's being developed by Asobo Studio. It's being published by Focus Entertainment, and it will be available on PS5, Xbox Series, Switch, and PC via Steam. Now, the Switch version is going to be like a cloud-only enabled version of the game. That means you'll be playing it from like some cloud servers online, not the actual game downloaded to your console. So, the two main characters from the first game, which is the big sister, little brother duo of Amicio and Hugo, return for this series follow-up as they look to survive new human and supernatural threats. And just like the first game, this sequel is going to feature a whole lot of sneaking, a whole lot of fighting, and unfortunately, ooh, my skin's crawling right now, a whole lot of rats. If you played the first game, you know what I'm talking about. It feels like you're walking through a, a New York subway at like 2 a.m., just big massive puppy rats just crowds of them but great gameplay it's going to be emotional i just know it a plague tale requiem october 18th also gaming wise got two big releases today well one big release and one that came out yesterday but it, it falls with the whole retro compilation group there's been so many dope video game compilations coming out in recent years and today i highly recommend the latest one from capcom that groups together 10 of the best fighting games from its legendary roster so the name of this new retro games collection is called, well, the Capcom Fighting Collection. It has classic games on it like Hyper Street Fighter 2, Darkstalkers, Super Gem Fighter Mini Mix, and seven other 2D fighters from back in the day. So you're getting a lot of bang for your buck. And best of all, you can play them all online with your, with your homies and some randoms, of course, and enjoy a smooth online experience thanks to Rollback Netcode. Thank you, Capcom, for that. Oh, by the way, yesterday, Sonic Origins dropped. Another great collection. If you want to play all the OG 2D Sonic games from the Sega Genesis and Sega CD era, then that collection is definitely worth picking up. Gaming-wise too, Bo, we got something that you might be interested in. Some skateboarding fun here. Talk about that. Yeah. Yeah, Ellen, I'm pretty stoked on this one. I saw Sonic Origins was trending yesterday on Twitter, so I was also pretty stoked to see that you were able to squeeze that into the show today. Sonic games were just so goaded growing up. But yes. another franchise you want to talk about goaded here. No official news, Elton, but we have some rumors of a reveal coming next month for Skate 4. Mm. Elton, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm just like, I love skating games. Loved them growing up. Uh, my high school, San Diego Academy, was featured in Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2. You would go to this. The final Word. map was Skate Heaven, and it was all the best skate spots in one skate park. My high school back in the day, it's no longer there, had the San Diego 10 stair, which was this rail, you know, down 10 stairs, and it's featured in Skate Heaven in, in the Tony Hawk series. So love, love my skating games and a pre-alpha gameplay leak for the game dropped all over the World Wide Web earlier this year. 
So let's shout out to uh, Electronic Arts for actually giving us the new skateboarding games. And Props. I guess we can kind of throw a little bit of shade at Activision here, who ended up shelving the remasters for Tony Hawk Pro Skater 3 and 4, which are incredible Hall of Fame games, like all-time greats, undeniable first ballot Hall of Famers. And they decided to shelve the, the remakes for those, so kind of a bummer. But... Excited that we're getting Skate 4. The, the thought or possibility of us getting Skate 4 is certainly very exciting. Elton, let's head over to sports here. We got two stories that we got to got to squeeze in. Sports. First one, Jake Paul has his next opponent in the boxing ring, and it will be Tommy Fury, the younger brother of the Gypsy King and heavyweight champion Tyson Fury will be uh, Jake Paul's next opponent. The fight will go down on August 6th. Tommy Fury opens up as a favorite against Jake Paul. And one of the things that people will talk about with Tommy, he has very long arms. So while these two do appear to be the same size, Tommy has some very, very long arms and, and Jake hits very, very hard. But a lot of people will talk about, oh, Jake Paul hasn't fought any boxers. A lot of people will say Jake Paul has handpicked his opponents. The truth of the matter is that so has Tommy Fury. The guys that Tommy Fury has fought have not been quality opponents either. So let's not pretend like Tommy Fury has faced murderer's row while, you know, Jake Paul has gone through this, you know, easy walk down, you know, easy street or anything like that. Like Tommy Fury fighting Tyron Woodley, or excuse me, Jake Paul fighting Tyron Woodley told me enough. He's willing to take some tough fights. So Interested to see how that goes down. I'm always fascinated to see if people will be interested or not when the fight rolls around um, because this just does feel new and different. And, and Jake is kind of taking that next step as, all right, I fought the MMA fighter. Now let's fight a boxer, a pro boxer. And you cannot say that he is not willing to take that challenge because he signed the contract. He will be there ready to fight on August 6th. Elton, the last story of the night is the NBA draft. At the time of this recording, though, it is still very confusing and complicated with what the New York Knicks did. So I'm going to kind of ignore what the Knicks went through, and we'll just say that uh, at the number one pick, the Orlando Magic took Paolo Banchero out of Duke. Chet Holmgren went number two from Gonzaga to the Oklahoma City Thunder. Jabari Smith Jr. at three. Keegan Murray from Iowa. Jaden Ivey, who was obviously a very... Attractive prospect to a lot of NBA teams, specifically the New York Knicks. He went five. He's from Purdue. He went to the Detroit Pistons. His He's got like a long lineage of athletes in his family. A lot of them have actually played in Detroit. So that's a pretty neat little story. Johnny Davis from Wisconsin. He went number 10 uh, to the Washington Wizards. And I guess, yeah, that's the gist of things for now. Nothing really all that crazy. Uh, AJ Griffin from Duke just went 16 to the Atlanta Hawks. Um, but yeah, nothing too, too crazy. A lot of trades still happening. So I'm not going to break down anything or analyze anything at this point because a lot of action still moving on. A lot of moving parts as we speak. Elton, that will be it for today's episode. For more details on these stories and more, head to 137pm.com. Or follow 137PM on all social media platforms. Hop into our Discord. As I mentioned earlier, 11 a.m. today, Friday, June 24th, we will be talking Obi-Wan Kenobi with Elizabeth Pagano, Connor Sheeran. That is where you want to go. If you've been watching the show, please, please join us in that conversation. We will be back on Monday. As always, remember, stay curious. Stay curious.